Hello, welcome to this episode again. Uh, I'm Marike de Witte, I'm a clinical psychologist, uh, sexologist. I'm uh, working at Maastricht University as an assistant professor, doing a lot of research on sexuality, also teaching on sexuality. And today we're going to talk about sex again and about having sex on your own. I have two guests, maybe you can introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Berghand. Uh, I'm 22 years old and I'm studying legal psychology here in Maastricht. Okay. I'm Bea, I'm 23, third year of psychology student, and I'm super, super excited for this topic, the masturbation one. <laughs> okay, well, welcome. Uh, as, uh, as Bea said, we're going to talk about masturbation, and I think there's still a lot of taboos uh, regarding masturbation, and I think now is the ideal time to break these taboos, to learn to masturbate better, and to understand what the benefits are of, of masturbation, uh, because I think this taboo thing is, is still an, an issue. I don't know if you experience that in your personal life. Uh, do you often talk about masturbation with friends? Talking about benefits right away, I try to find articles to talk about today about like benefits of masturbation such as on academical achievements or interpersonal relationships but i found nothing oh, there was interesting nothing. if yeah. there were if there were article or research about it then it was only about like personal well-being yeah and even those were like the minority yeah yeah it's indeed we f we think about what are the functions of masturbation in terms of learning to know your own body and, and yeah. enhancing the relationship but it's actually a good good issue a good point what you're raising here like what are like the effects on broader outcome variables of masturbation exactly. mm -hmm. yeah but maybe this is also reflecting the taboo there is still on masturbation because maybe we don't do research about it because of the taboo so i mean yeah. often we yeah. see that research on sexuality is also uh like guided by moral and and moral judgment and, and, and things. So that could be a reason. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's a very big paradoxical approach to masturbation nowadays. Like we we know it happens, we know people do masturbate, but we don't dare to talk about it or or like exchange information about it, you know? Like for me I I think it should be a topic talked about normally like the yeah, other ones because you know? it is a normal part exactly. of sexual development i think it's really important to understand that masturbation is, a, is an important part of sexual development because yeah. it's the only way to really learn to understand your own body how it mm -hmm. works and what you want what you don't want and it's also a very normal part because we know that boys and girls start to masturbate at the start of puberty yeah. and there is still a difference that boys start to masturbate earlier and that's part of like it's a part of play you know they have more experience with holding their penis already mm. from young 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 people already start to sort of uh, hold their penis to pee so they yeah. have more experience and for girls there's a higher threshold because mm. they don't have external gen genitalia it's kind of giving this power you know like to the penis this magic wand you know like <sighs> and and for example uh, to 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 hit puberty you have to like ejaculate but then for for girls, it's like having the period thing. You yeah, know? exactly. Have Boys sex. have the fun yeah. and girls exactly. have the misery. Yeah. Exactly. This key lock analogy, you know, of like penetration is the only key to like full pleasure and everything. Yeah, that's mm. true. But I was yeah. also having a discussion with a friend about the like external and internal genitalia. And it's interesting because, for example, when women shower, they also like touch their vagina or like rub it. I, don't, I mean, I don't know the specifics, yeah. but... <laughs> but it um, is, uh, what we see is that actually girls explore their body during the showering is, is actually yeah. one of the, the places where you sort of touch yourself without feeling guilty because mm -hmm. you have to wash it. So, yeah. So, but how come it only has an effect on men then? 
when they're touching it? Because I think it's just also what what uh, it, it's about. Also, taboos that are already installed when you're younger. If you imagine, yeah. I mean, when you're you're young child, eh? I mean, they masturbate a lot. There's mm-hmm. a peak in child masturbation between three and six years old. We always think that it starts at puberty, but actually, young children already touch themselves. They kind of rub their penis against the wall, or they like write teddy bear, and then they touch themselves. And when when parents or other people just see young children touch themselves they kind of install a rule like no you, they prohibit it and yeah. they give negative messages yeah. which actually installs a taboo and and it's good to 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 install social rules in the sense that okay it's nice to touch yourself but don't do it in public but never prohibit the behavior itself because you give a very negative message because if you think about how we raise our children often we learn them to give words they they name the things they see in their world we also give Mm -hmm. words to their body parts and it's like oh this is the ear this is the eye but we actually forget forget to name the part between the legs so it has no name you have to wipe it after peeing it has to be clean it's always dirty i mean it's it's like a lot, a lot of negative messages regarding these genitals Definitely. and what we see is that these 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 taboos are like even more pronounced in girls because when boys touch their penis it's like quite normal just play it and it's like yeah. oh yeah you know mm. it's so visible but when little girls are touching their clitoris then there yeah, seems there's to so be much like, shame yeah. attached to it it's that like i shouldn't ref- be doing this yeah, yeah that's also reflected in the conversations people have about it because locker room talk when boys have it they talk about masturbation or like it's mentioned but i feel yeah. like girls don't really do that or it's yeah. like disgustingly connotated. Yeah. They're like, ew, I don't, I don't do that. What's that? Yeah, and it starts, you know, so innocently, like yeah. really a normal behavior, human behavior. It starts, you know, like touching here and there, not even in a sexual way. When no. I first started discovering the orgasm kind of life lifestyle, I was very young, and I remember it was this like just rubbing, actually. Yeah, like but pillow, pillow. But exactly, example. but exactly. But this is also what happens. I mean, when these young children between three and six, I mean, when they are masturbating it's just child exploratory sexual behavior and what it is it's just it gives you a pleasant feeling and it's very normal Mm. that you repeat what is pleasant so it has no sexual meaning at all but we as adults look at it and we give it a sexual meaning and then we we freak out it's not necessary because it's just a pleasant feeling so Mm -hmm. let them do don't install these negative messages and it gets a sexual meaning the moment the hormones kick in at puberty and then it can sort of then it becomes more goal-oriented focused towards this uh, orgasm and 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 orgasmic release but it's it's indeed i mean there are these taboos and 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 we see that boys talk about it much more so it's not only about internal and external genitalia that's why uh, boys touch it more it's also there are more taboos and it, it, I feel that women are still learned to inhibit their sexual expression. They still learn to sort of put the pleasure of the partner above their own pleasure, as long as he enjoys yeah. it. And, That's true. and, and it's, it's being passive during sexuality. Yeah. We of, often see that, that it's more like, okay, give it to me and, and learn it to me. And yeah. that's a big issue. And, 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 and it's like you say, I mean, it's very normal for boys to talk about masturbation and, and they do it and everybody yeah. knows they do it, but it seems that girls don't do it. I don't know how you experience it and and if this still is there but well definitely for example there are certain people i can't talk about those topics for example family like they would never accept you know such such conversation but i really try with my friends for example i'm extremely open um about these talks you know sexuality and everything they are less but at the same time i see that they engage in these conversations with me and are always like interested in learning more about it as Mm -hmm. well and i just love that i i think like definitely discovering your body at a at a young age shouldn't be something you should be like ashamed of you Mm -hmm. know like 
um, you have to learn to know yourself also to better have boundaries as well exactly. you know lack of boundaries we see it every day like with girls that as you said they don't know what they like and they give they put the pleasure their pleasure in the hands of their partner yeah. you know as if the the key the penis was the only way that they could attain yeah. pleasure but exactly. that's what they think like yeah. most people think penetration is the key <laughs> i i myself only like learned to relate that most girls don't even come yeah obviously but that's 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 i mean <laughs> that's the biggest issue with orgasm is that for 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 a girl to reach orgasm you need stimulation of the clitoris only the yeah. minority of women will reach orgasm via penetration and it's just because it's our idea we, we have this clitoris and that's just that small node it's just mm -hmm. the top tip of the iceberg it's like a large organ with a lot of nerves that is located deep into the vagina so when you penetrate you're actually stimulating this 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 clitoral organ the back of the clitoris and what we know it's partly genetically determined how much nerves you have for so some yeah. women it's easier to reach orgasm during penetration and for some it's more difficult mm -hmm. but in any case what we know is if you directly stimulate the clitoris that's the best way to reach orgasm but when you penetrate yeah i mean then you just don't stimulate this clitoris and so there is no difference between a clitoral and vaginal orgasm to make it sure because often we read that in magazines mm -hmm. and then it feels as if the vaginal um orgasm is like the the, the top i mean that's yeah. that's like the, the the aim but it's not i mean it's always a clitoral orgasm it's always stimulation of the clitoris and and i mean you have to see that the clitoris is actually the same as the glands of the penis because in the yeah. uh, i mean when you in the embryonal stage we see that the floor plan is, is female we all start with a little knot a clitoris mm -hmm. and then under the influence of testosterone it grows into a penis so this this clitoris is actually a small penis it also swells mm -hmm. during uh, uh during sexual arousal and it actually has much more nerves than the penis so you need to stimulate that part to reach orgasm and the problem is that because uh, heterosexual couples are so much focused on penetration they forget the clitoris mm -hmm. so and then it's like oh I cannot orgasm yeah because you don't get the right stimulation yeah. if you want to orgasm during penetration fine but then use your fingers use a small vibrator use the fingers mm -hmm. of your partner but make sure that you get the stimulation that you need to reach orgasm Definitely. but what I know understood then just evolutionary speaking how come it is outside then if if it's supposed to be penetrated also with the g point no. of the man which is in the anus yeah the thing is that 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 the the, the 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 vagina is actually the birth channel it's not the lust channel mm. and that's the thing i mean it's a good thing that the vagina has not that much nerves or it's not mu that much sensitive because otherwise yeah, okay. i mean that would be very painful that's uh, true. during uh, during birth so i think that's that's a little bit the thing that that it's external yeah. because that's the pleasure and the internal part we often think okay why but that's just that that's i mean that's just for 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 yeah, delivery for birth sense. i mean yeah, it, yeah, it, it's not yeah. for for lust it's not exactly. for sexual it's not like pleasure this tunnel where in order to achieve like a sexual intercourse it has to be penetrated like sometimes I, I feel like experiences are way more romantic and sensual when you're just with someone present there some kisses some touchy touchy Don't, doesn't even have to be penetration but that creates a, a very high climax and like a sexy yeah. experience but that's, that's the uh, that's the evolutionary catholic thing about sex is about reproduction and yeah. if you uh, think about sex as reproduction then you only need penetration why would you why would you need pleasure it's just ejaculating into the vagina yeah. so that you get fertilized and i mean that's the thing mm -hmm. so um i think it's really I, I, it comes back to this idea of sexual pleasure because mm -hmm. masturbation is about pleasing yourself and it feels like that's the biggest issue i mean yeah. 
sex is, 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 is for a long time was not about pleasure or it was about pleasure of the, the men, but it was not about yeah. pleasure of, of, of girls or, or of women. And female sexual pleasure is still an issue. And that's why I think we still see these taboos regarding masturbation and, and sexual pleasure in women. And, and, and you can also see it in, in, in development because boys and girls, eh, they masturbate at a different rate and at a different timing. I mean, boys start to masturbate at 12 years and it's part of playing, yeah. you know, they, they are just, they pee and they play and they they touch their genitals a lot so eventually it, it comes down yeah. to sort of uh, masturbating um, and but for girls it's it's more difficult and what we see is that they start to masturbate often after they had sex for the first time so the problem is that when you're like let's say 16 years old then this boy has already four years of experience with feeling how his body reacts feeling what sexual mm -hmm. arousal is what orgasm is but the girl doesn't know her body yet yeah. so she again puts the responsibility for her sexual pleasure in the partner like okay uh, tell me what yeah. I need to do and that's a big problem they don't understand their body and I think that's why masturbation is so important it's 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 I mean it's the best way to discover what you need it's about boundaries what mm -hmm. you said knowing what you like and what you don't like uh, which touch you like and which not and, and and then communicate it to your partner so it's actually all basically come down to understanding your own body Definitely. yeah and you said something very interesting <laughs> like about the genitals you know one developing inward and the other one outward so the penis and vagina and you know I was thinking here in my head uh, as humans like we have this tendency to uh, categorize classify like and kind of assign meaning to things that uh, kind of make sense that they have this meaning if you know what I mean and with penises and vaginas I feel like because the penis is out there it's in the public realm like we can discuss it normally like when you see a, a hard penis it's like anyway outside so it's there it's not hidden but then the vagina goes inside you know no one sees when a girl is horny actually like no one knows what is happening there it's just hidden and i see this analogy that is so interesting like how i feel like society made sense of our organs and yeah. like how we should behave because of how things are biologically determined exactly somehow. but it's also the names we give it i don't know i mean in, in dutch you clearly hear it you have the schaamlippen the labia we call yeah. it schaamlippen so it's a labia uh, i mean that that's a, that's already the naming and the schaamhaar i mean it's also about shame it's really about mm. shame labia so it's it's the shame part of our body i mean why do we give these names it's not something to be ashamed of not it's, at all. i mean True. so if we look at the names we give to the female genitals it's about shame and then the male genitals are more like the, yeah. the, the sort of uh, straightforward yeah. naming. also about what you said I, I the same conversation i had as i mentioned earlier with my friend yesterday we we're talking about this intense external genitalia thing and then to me it made total sense that because a guy has something dingling down there like he it's more <laughs> prone like he's more prone to touch it it just made sense but she was like no like why does it make sense and I couldn't explain it. And then I was like, wait, maybe like maybe it is socially, maybe I just am supposed to think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it, it mm -hmm. is true. It has a huge effect on like how you view it. Yeah, but it, it is. It, I mean, it cannot only be anatomically determined because you have yeah. external, internal, and okay, that's why you touch it more. You can understand why it's easier that there's a higher threshold for, for, for girls to start touching. But at the same time, it's mainly also about the messages you get and about the fact that it's so normal to talk about masturbation in boys. And it's like, 
very much more restricted than girls. And that's what we still see. I mean, that a lot of girls have a lot of difficulties to watch themselves, mm -hmm. to touch themselves. They feel as if it's a sin, as if it's a sort of masturbation, it's denying your partner something. And and I, I do see that it's also in boys. I don't. I think it's yeah. also that masturbation still has some negative connotation, as if it is something that if you masturbate, especially when you're in a relationship, yeah. then there's something wrong. Then it's yeah. something that's, that's a huge something. problem. That's yeah. I was gonna ask, do you consider, like, sorry, do you consider that you know like masturbating when you're in a relationship would be considered cheating because some no. people say that yeah exactly it's the same with watching porn eh? but we will yeah, talk about true. it in, an, in another that's episode true. but it's it seems like sex you can only have that with your partner and it's like yeah. when you're in a relationship that i mean solo sex and partner sex are two different types of sex and that's they serve true. different functions so they can exactly they can exist side by side it's no problem i mean yeah but different. also because it's so open with men they, they are put in a more active role all the time and women are always passively perceived during sex, which makes it more problematic if the guy, for example, can't get an erection. Then women will usually think, oh my gosh, like, yeah. am I not yeah. like sexy so enough? Like, yeah. what's the problem? So and the to man, attribute it to themselves exactly, and the relationship. The man will think, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my body? Why can't I perform? It's because you're not a machine. Like, you're not supposed to perform all the yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. It's a huge And that's the yeah. interesting thing is that we, like, even I tend to, like, put so much like weight on oh it's the man's fault the way they created this world like us women we feel like incapable we feel like undervalued because of this but we don't talk that often about the feelings of uh, shame and low self-esteem that men experience also in those situations yeah. i saw a shift in like my <laughs> sexual life like before when i was younger and doing it with younger people also like teenage sex kind of years um they didn't really talk about you know the feminine pleasure you know it was just like penetration that's it as i was growing up experimenting a little bit more here and there i see that men now they have this um also like um uncomfortable feeling when the girl doesn't come and yeah. then they try mm -hmm. for hours of like so much so long time you know like to to make you come and they don't understand that sometimes the whole experience is it's important more, yeah. it's not yeah. just it's, coming it's, it's yeah, because it's not. the orgasm is put in such a yeah. focus as you said earlier maybe even the like religious view has an effect yeah because the whole point of sex is coming yeah which is not true it's about like yeah, no, but it is. I mean, it is. Sense. It is. There is still this reward. I mean, the the it, it has an, an enormous rewarding <clears throat> experience to climax. Eh? And I think it's all. It's true that it, I mean, sex is not all about orgasm. The thing is that what you often read is that oh, orgasm is not important for women. Uh, you know, it's it's like, but that's often that's not true. I mean, as a woman, I mean, of course, it's more than orgasm. But you want to climax once in a while it's not only about <laughs> yeah, the intimacy yeah. and about the yeah. relationship it's just so, sometimes just physical gratification so it has a very much rewarding uh, value but it doesn't mean that it needs to be goal oriented that sex needs to aim exactly. for and that you only have had sex when you reach orgasm yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's important we still have this idea that sex is penetration and then orgasm and so when that's not when these ingredients are not part of it you didn't have sex like there's a hyper focus yeah. on the orgasm them. it's yeah. not the way anymore it's only the yeah. Yeah. like yeah. the end point yeah also when people masturbate like most yeah. people don't masturbate just you know to have like a chill short time and then like get gone with their lives yeah. like they really want to like come and then i think it's important to, to sort of understand that masturbation <coughs> can can be experienced in a broader way it yeah. does not need to be goal oriented towards 
climaxing. Uh, it can also be about touching yourself, exploring That's your right. body. Yeah. You don't need, to, but it, it is also, it depends on why you masturbate. Sometimes, uh, and a lot of people masturbate just to release tension, to release yeah. stress. And what we see is uh, during exam periods or <laughs> testing periods, we see yeah. that a lot of, uh, especially boys are masturbating because it's a relief of, of a release of distress. So when it's like that, then this orgasm is important because you really need yeah. this also physical release. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, orgasm can also be, um, masturbation can also be about, yeah, touching yourself, spoiling yourself, uh, just taking time for yourself, self-care, body care, and then it, it gets a different meaning. So it's, if it's really about exploring your own body, then you don't need to reach orgasm. Then it's really about, okay, which yeah. parts in my body or which, which stimulation do I like? What is pleasant to do? And, and it just really depends on which, 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 which aim you're masturbating. I see that, you know, this, all the sexual well-being that one has really goes up to like the overall mental well uh, well-being basically like uh, once i started being more in touch with my body and like even my friends when they they start being comfortable with this thing of like masturbating and everything the amount of love that you have for your body like you know yourself and like hey girl touching yeah. here and there like do you like this like yes i like this feels just so good yeah yeah and it is important because we do know that a lot of sexual problems are the result of not getting the right stimulation that's that's a big issue. Yeah. I mean, if you have pain during sex, uh, difficulties to reach orgasm, it's maybe it's not something in your body or physical. It's often like just not getting the right stimulation. So you need to explore yourself. And that's so important because if we think about sexual arousal, there are two parts. There's on the one hand your bodily arousal mm -hmm. and then there's your, your mental subjective arousal. And what we know is that when there's a sexual stimulus, your body reacts automatically within seconds without even thinking about sex. It's just an automatic yeah. reaction. And then when it will develop in a full-blown sexual response depends on how you evaluate the sexual stimulus. So this evaluation of, of the sexual stimulus is really important to really experience this desire to do something with sex. And the problem is that when you expect something bad to happen or when you do not expect a reward, then you do not desire it. Yeah. I mean, when you had negative experiences, mm. when it's, it's, you experience pain during sex or when you don't get the right stimulation, when you always, you know, okay we always penetrate and you don't like it then probably you will have more difficulties to get aroused because it's not rewarding so that's why it's so important to just explore your body to understand what is rewarding for me to make sure yeah. that that's mm -hmm. part of your sexual script exactly. and also realize that what was rewarding before is not always rewarding now it, it may be in, in the first years of your relationship, you get excited by this simulation, but maybe after 10 years, it doesn't work yeah, anymore. So the self-exploration is not something, okay, when you're young, you explore yourself and then you're in a relationship, you know your body and then it stops. Yeah. No, it's, it's a continuous process. It's never finished. I mean, the sexual stimulation and these needs for sexual stimuli can change throughout your life. So this, this masturbation mm -hmm. is just an important part in, 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 in every part, not only during sexual development and adolescence, but also later on in your relationship yeah, that's true. about exploring yourself but also just simply spoiling yourself i mm -hmm. mean it has different functions and, and that's important but i think it also has again to do with like insecurities and shame in that way because if you let's say you're in a relationship of 10 years and after five years you just don't enjoy the sex the way you did before then most people don't want to communicate yeah. that to their partner because they don't want to give them the feeling of yeah. not being satisfied anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's a, that's an issue. It's the <laughs> lack of communication. I always exactly. say that sex is about uh, stimulus, context and communication. You have to get the right stimulus. Yeah. Then you have to communicate it to your partner and the context needs to be safe and okay and you feel appreciated by your partner. And these three ingredients are so important. So this part of, okay, 
exploring your body, knowing what you need, but then communicating it to your partner. That's very important yeah. eh? because, yeah. I mean, if your partner is giving you a certain stimulation and you don't like it i mean you discovered hey i i like other parts of my body touched or i want sort of my clitoris to to be touched in a different way then you need to communicate that to your definitely partner because i mean you know it for yourself but also your partner needs to know and it. staying silent just makes it that next time you'll probably try the same thing again thinking that is giving you some pleasure because you know like you pretend that you were yeah. having pleasure in that. Exactly. Yeah, that's the biggest problem. Yeah. yeah. You have that in one night stands, like when they do something <gasps> in the beginning and you don't say something and they keep doing it. They keep on doing it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's about communicating and that, that's really important. And, and, and just knowing your body, exploring your body. And that's why masturbation is so important. And we do see that, especially for women, I mean, it seems, I feel that masturbation in, in men is more like there can also be a lot of shame and this idea of sin and it yeah. often has also some religious background but at the same time in women it seems like even stronger i mean this shame seems even deeper ingrained in our society and i think for a lot of girls it's difficult to touch themselves and then yeah. you can sort of take different steps and i think sometimes when i i, I meet uh, women who are really really much reserved and, and 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 ashamed about their body that it can just start simply by taking a shower and experience yourself and just mm -hmm. touch yourself wash yourself not like in five yeah. minutes but take the time to slowly touch the different parts and experience like hey when i touch my arm it feels different than when I touch my neck or when I touch my thigh. It just explore the different parts, different sensations, just that. Or maybe after showering, just take a body lotion uh, and, and, and explore mm. your body. I mean, that's the first step. And then it's also about um, self-love and self-care. Mm. I mean, go stand in front of the mirror watch yourself and name five things that you like about yourself because we're always always so much focused on oh my nose and this and this and this and all very critical yeah. but just try to focus on the positive part because this self-love is important mm. do it a few times a week or maybe even daily just to sort of yeah get to acquainted with your body yeah, that is also really important because it raises your trait gratitude mm. i just uh, read a study about it the other day that the more trait gratitude you have hence like the more thankful you are the less dissatisfied you are with your life yeah so it's really important yeah. to do these kind of exercises yeah. to basically like maybe even prevent depression exactly or like the likelihood of it exactly i think so that really also helps. like uh helps a lot like a technique that is like i've done and some some of my girls have done too uh, might sound extreme at first but it's just like basically spreading your legs in front of a mirror and get to know your vagina exactly. you know look at yeah. it touch a little bit try to find that one <laughs> spot where we have a little bit of pleasure look inside you know yeah. we tend to think like our vaginas are weird because maybe the labia are too out there or maybe they're not at all out there or our which is, is okay bigger. there's exactly. no normal vulva we, think, we, we have think like it's so yeah. different yeah. but it's so same 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 but different yeah so. it is and i think it's really important what you're saying just lying on the bed taking a hand mirror and just watch yourself yes. so many women yeah. don't know how their vulva they know the pictures on the screen but they don't know how their own vulva looks like mm. and it's so important to just watch it and be aware of this the labia that they mm. look differently and we have a lot of labiaplasty and, and cosmetic surgery nowadays going on because people feel insecure about their labia yeah. because often yeah they are like seeing the porno movies and all these pictures which are photoshopped or they 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 already uh, had this uh, surgery so i mean we have this ideal of the prepubescent vulva yeah, it's it's so it's pink it's it's pale yeah. and it's like very strict and the labia are like squeezed inside yeah. that's not how 
a normal or full of us look like. I think that's really important. Yeah. 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 And I think it's really important to just lie on the bed, watch it, and then touch yourself and then experiment, sort of touch with with uh, touching your clitoris and, and vulva and, and different paces, different tempo, and then a little bit faster, slower, uh, harder, softer. Maybe use some uh, glue or, or mm. use sort of your, your saliva to make it. Uh, yeah. and, and maybe use a small vibrator, which is also very much important because um, if you use a vibrator, it gives you a maximum stimulation and it will become easier to reach orgasm and the mm. moment you learn to recognize these signals of orgasm it will make it easier to reach orgasm yeah. during sex with a partner definitely that's so, so important what you just yeah, said yeah you need to understand it yeah. and, and, and it, often it's the first time you say oh, what was it was it so you try it again you try it again and then you start to understand your body understand how it reacts yeah. and that's what you need because then when you have sex with a partner you just know these signals it's like yeah this uh, stimuli that you notice like I realize that sometimes I see the stimuli that makes me think of like these, uh, this very pleasurable instance. I hold on to that stimuli and it's a chain of events, basically. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And that's what you need to recognize. That's, what yeah. you, that's why masturbation is so important. It's often, I mean, when you're having sex with your partner, so you're so much focused also on the partner and then you lose yeah. that grip. So you need sort of to have this masturbation because then you know I'm, I only need to be concerned with myself, with my own body, what I experience. Then you can sort of let go and you understand yeah. your body and then you can sort of apply it during sex with a partner. I think that's very important, just this, this part of understanding and knowing, because we know from research that women who masturbate, they enjoy sex with a partner more mm. and reach orgasm easier, just because yeah. they just know what stimulation yeah. they need and they have more experience with but orgasm. That's, that's what I was gonna say, like, I feel like once someone gives themselves to this masturbatory kind of lifestyle, you know, like being open with that and everything, Guys, you don't understand the amount of power that it will bring yeah. to your lives. Not, not, not about control. It's not you being in control of your life or everything. It's just you being in touch with your persona, you being in touch with your feminine, sexual, masculine power or exactly. whatever. Mm -hmm. And it just feels so empowering. And as it's you said, empowerment. That's, yeah, that's, as you that's, said, that's the, 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 the yeah. sexual relationships afterwards, like they're much better yeah. because you're not going to lie to yourself for like, one hour you're exactly. there and you're yeah, yeah. Just and you just it. explore and then you can apply it yeah so we were talking about that orgasm and as we already said i mean masturbation is not only about reaching orgasm again it's also i mean there are very much different ways to explore mm. yourself you can also just explore yourself using your body and also stimulating your mind it's mm. not only about stimulating your body but using fantasy which is also so important i mean when you masturbate i mean you can watch porn which is also a trigger of sexual arousal but you can also just fantasize and and it's kind of the vibrator of your yes. mind and you're you don't never f have to feel guilty about the content of your fantasies because you're the director of your own film it's just a fantasy you're not acting out on it and we know that uh, that people are are fantasizing about other mm. partners and about having sex in 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 fancy spaces i mean that's mm. normal that's okay even during sex with your partner fantasizing about somebody else is okay but the question is where do we draw the line with fantasizing mm -hmm. like is it ever considered cheating or even like worst cases for example i know a case where some man was fantasizing about like eating someone else while having sex yeah. or like and children fantasizing exactly, about children exactly. you know? but then for example in that case he didn't do it but he noted it down and the police found the notes and then he got arrested in the end really but, because yeah. that that i i i don't follow <laughs> that line of reasoning because in my mind i mean fine fantasy is fantasy as long as you don't act 
But on the question it, then is, it's how okay. do you know they won't act up? Because it's yeah, a sexual... Yeah, but that's, that's the issue like with, with pedophilia. I mean, you yeah. have yeah. pedophilic desire and then you have pedophilic behavior. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really a difference because... It breaks my heart, these people, because like most of them actually don't even act on it. Yeah, exactly. It, it has nothing to do with them being mean or anything to want and to desire sexual yeah. relationships with children. There's like even these two hypotheses, one more related to sadism, the other one more related to just how the brain developed, you mm -hmm. know? Like at one point in life, they just didn't develop the way adult brains develop and so they feel way more attracted and attached yeah, to younger people and exactly so it's, it's it's the object of desire and i think of course we need to screen and and, and it is important yeah. that you look for risk factors and is there any moral judgment is there impulsive behavior there are some red flags when people have these uh, paraphilic desires mm -hmm. that you think okay uh, should we do something with it but as long as it is a desire and and it's just a fantasy it's okay because i mean who we all know it that you you walk around uh, on a bridge and then you fantasize about throwing somebody off i mean that's something <laughs> you never yeah. would act on it it's just yeah. something it's, it's an intrusive thought yeah. that some but how so, do you know someone will act on it Is yeah but that's that's that that's <laughs> a that's a whole other discussion yeah. i mean we do have a lot of screening instruments and and mm -hmm. and to look at dynamic and static risk factors for uh, paraphilic yeah, uh, and that's disorders the thing. i feel like fantasy like what i heard is that this idea of fantasies is something that you're not allowed to do actually in your everyday life you know yeah. so it's kind of like this yeah the forbidden you know yeah. that everyone is attracted to the that exactly and that's just also during sex i mean it's also about something special you mm -hmm. just use it to spice up the sexual act mm -hmm. and so it's actually quite normal just to fantasize and yeah. just use it use your fantasy use your imagination to spice it up because especially also when having sex with a partner i mean you during the arousal and desire you're focusing on your partner mm -hmm. but the moment you want to reach orgasm you need to let go of your yes. partner and that's the part often when people just go into their mind mm -hmm. start to fantasize focus on their own thoughts because it's just a way to just past that threshold and yeah. to reach this orgasm it's like this to transcend basically also. i feel like we're like these yeah. free beings you know and yeah. then we have all these norms and that's exactly what creates the shame also and like all this stigma you know shame yeah. is a huge problem though during fantasy during sex because i'll be honest yeah. like sometimes when i have sex i do think about like other people or like having sex with other people and then i start blaming myself and then it becomes like a chain of yeah Shit, like yeah, what am exactly. I doing? I shouldn't. But that's and why. That, I mean, that's, yeah. that's why it's so important to just allow yourself to fantasize and yeah, do not, because then you're installing a rule yeah. and a prohibition and 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 a taboo again. So just, I mean, don't feel guilty and just fantasize and just use it, as I said, as a vibrator of your mind. It's just an yeah. extra stimulant, and I think it's really important because. If we think about all these thoughts we have during sex, I mean, also when you are exploring yourself uh, during this masturbation or when having sex with a partner, learn to relax and learn to maintain your attention to what to your senses, what mm -hmm. you feel and what you see and what you what you smell, because it's so important. Don't engage into spectatoring. We, we call it spectatoring because it's like, hey, what am I doing here? How am I lying here? Yeah. Oh, I have a little bit fat. Mm -hmm. What will he think of me? So we have all these intrusive thoughts in a meta perspective while we are exploring ourselves or during sex with a partner, which yeah, you lose your sexual yeah. arousal. So don't get distracted by these thoughts and just if they are there, accept them, bring your attention back to your yeah. body and just learn to relax, learn to focus, maintain your attention to yourself. It's so important because we have all these different thoughts and all these yeah. taboos on, 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 on sexuality. We, we feel guilty about uh, the fantasies. We feel guilty about masturbation. I mean, yeah. there's so much yeah. guilt going yeah, on. I love that you use the, the, the sentence exploring oneself because actually like from the Latin masturbare, it's, it has these two words manus and then stuprum or something like that and basically means hands 
plus uh, creating chaos within oneself, you know? So it's kind of like using your hands, like uh, your touch or whatever, to create this state of like, chaos and everyone knows in chaos there is stillness you know so yeah. it shows his importance yeah. <laughs> exactly. again you know it's true. but exactly. talking about guilt during masturbation regarding something bear said earlier with the cheating um because i know some people people who consider like masturbation during a relationship as cheating or like blame themselves as not being enough and i think it's a topic we should address too mm-hmm. and like what do you tell such a person because it obviously is normal like yeah. we all just want to be for ourselves and explore ourselves once in a while but how do you make it clear to someone i think what is most important is just to understand that it's two different parts of sex and that's how i always explain it to people don't feel guilty it's not i mean you can use masturbation and 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 solo sex it's it's handy because it's it's a way i mean especially nowadays with COVID, when your partner is not around, it's actually very good to masturbate. Um, And then also when your partner has less desire, imagine there's a discrepancy in desire. One partner Mm -hmm. has more desire than the other one. We have the idea that, okay, the one with the low desire needs to come up to the level of the high desire partner. No, it's finding a compromise. So if you have more desire than your partner, then use masturbation to deal with the discrepancy or just to supplement your partner sex because you can use the solo sex to explore yourself to understand your body better mm-hmm. but you cannot and that can help you in partner sex so it can make the partner sex better so you can focus just simply in spoiling yourself pleasing yourself but it's also a vehicle to sort of make partner sex better so it's that's how you should see it it's just something completely different it's not that you deny your partner something that you that it's a sign that something is going wrong in your relationship that it's cheating that it's a sin whatever it's just something different it's a different experience it's something you do for yourself but you can also use it in your partner relationship mm-hmm. i think that's the best way to 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 explain it that it, it's not cheating it's just one component of of our sexuality and that's so important and and yeah. also well what i do think is also very much important because we are talking now about masturbation and how important it is and that it can help you to understand yourself and the partner relationship but to be sure it's not a must we should not create new norms especially yeah. also when we are talking about hey can you can use a vibrator and explore yourself and so on you don't need to yeah. as long yeah, as you want true. it and you find it's pleasant it can be handy it can help yourself it, especially i think here in this covid situation yeah. it's just a good way and i think this is the ideal w- period actually to learn to masturbate better there's less time to invest with a partner so maybe just use this period to understand your body better to spoil yourself because there's so much negative information so much negative going on so that's like a pleasant feeling something you do for yourself Mm -hmm. self-care is so important nowadays so just use it as a way of self-care as a way of exploring yourself and then when finally this lockdown will be over you can use all the skills you learned when having sex with a partner Mm -hmm. no it's beautiful that you say that because it's true like everyone goes through this journey or path like at their own rhythm their own ways and there's no correct way of achieving orgasm there's no correct way to touch yourself to love yourself to do anything there's no correct way basically so do you and yeah do you and i think it's important just if you feel that it's shame and guilt that is blocking you try to work on that with these different steps like uh, going in a shower and just build it step by step and just try to overcome these these these, these guilt feelings but if, if if it's more than if it's not guilt if it's just like 
I don't feel like it yeah. and it's okay. I mean, yeah. it's just, you can try it out, explore it. If it's not something for you, then you just don't do it. But so I think true. it's just a, a good way to <laughs> I explore. went through these uh, phases in my life where I thought I'm completely sexual because for like two years I was not interested at all in those things, not even masturbating. Then all of a sudden, like super interested. So yeah, it's always changing. Yeah, like our exactly. life goes exactly. through phases like that. Yeah, it's a, there's no normal when yeah. it comes to sexuality. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, I do believe that girls should sort of start to explore their body earlier and and sort of over mm -hmm. because i think there are a lot of thresholds and guilt mm. but um when you do not i mean you can also explore your body when you're 25 when you're 30 when you're 40 and as i said it's a continuous process it's yeah. never ending it's never finished just please do it and just sort of explore it at least try it and see what it does and if you don't feel like it well that's okay. i think it's about what you said like realizing what's stopping you is it social yeah. pressure is it guilt yeah. is it like or is actually it not wanting yeah. to because girls only or also are um, like entering or starting puberty earlier than men. So yeah. it actually makes sense that they would even like start masturbating yeah. earlier. Yeah. Like yeah, that's don't. exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's just also the uh. messages we give. And I think it's like I said in the beginning of the podcast, it's also about it already starts um, when you're a child and talking yeah. with your parents about sex. And I mean, young children ask so many questions about sexuality. Mm. I mean, they do uh, exploratory behavior. They yes. play doctor, they, <laughs> they, they masturbate, but they also ask questions like, because they want to know how oh you're a girl a girl you're a boy and you have a penis and i don't have that what is it and and, and where do children come from they they just want to explore their world yeah. as, as 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 if they want to know what is this cow doing there and i mean it's just a normal question and and we as adults get yeah we, we freak out because oh it's a question about sex and they're too young no they're not too young they're just are curious yeah. just give an answer talk with your children about sex because you will see that when you have this habit mm -hmm. of talking about sex then your child knows this is a normal topic whenever i have questions about sexuality i can talk about it with my parents yeah. you you install this very more open atmosphere yeah. and that is so important because sometimes parents think okay when they're 12 we're going to start talking about sex yeah. because it's a puberty yeah. but like for 12 years you never talked with your parents about sex and then suddenly then it's awkward you don't yeah, want to talk exactly. with and it also creates this kind of feeling that oh this is something so special so out there like the ultimate yeah. form of like something exactly. when, no it makes part of our everyday life and yeah. like as you said the stigma like this uh, putting stigma in someone's way of thinking starts super early yeah actually. it starts early and it's it's not blaming the parents it's it's a larger societal thing that we yeah. always have this idea oh sex is something special and everyone starts to giggle mm -hmm. let's just start to talk the about sex thing. it's yeah. just really a normal part of life and i think it's just and i think this is also one of the aims of this podcast is to give you information give you words give you a language to learn to talk about sexuality because yeah. it will help you throughout life and creating this openness i think that's one one of the things we want to achieve here it's like addressing these different topics creating openness and just understanding that sex is just a part of life so let's just act normal about it yes Oh, thank you. Thank you again for um, being here and for this interesting conversation. Thank, thank you, you again for us. listening. And I hope you, uh, you join us again for the next episode. Thank you. See you.